if you have an autoimmune disease like diabetes and it's been a label that's been placed upon you or you are letting it define you and you have resentment about that, step away because you are not your disease. Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. I was just thinking that sometimes it takes having your biggest fears get highlighted and having everything get stripped away for you to not realize your strength, but in order to overcome those fears. Because at the end of everything, when you have all of these things stripped away, your job, your relationship, whatever it is, when everything is stripped and you're left with what seems like nothing and you build it back up and you realize at the end that you are okay, you're still alive, you're still here, you're still going to be thriving, that is when you realize that not (laughs) – that is when you realize that you are okay. And those fears can slowly start to dissolve because you're fine. You're here. I don't know why. That just came to me because I've literally been thinking like this year has this year, 2020, has been nuts and for everyone in different ways. And, you know, work wise, relationship wise, and the whole relationship thing for me right now is like being in Costa Rica. I am such a. I'm such a kind of person that loves time to myself. Like time to myself is how I recharge my batteries. But I've realized being not alone because I'm here with my mom and her husband, but without like those intimate partnerships, I I do have like I use intimacy in my relationships as a way to make me feel happy, I guess. And not I don't like base my happiness on my relationships, but it's just part of it. And so now that I'm here and I don't have that like one-on-one connection, I've noticed that it's given me this opportunity to really find that within myself and like just connect with myself and realize that, you know, I, like everything that I want to be happy and that I need is just inside of me and I don't like it's not like you don't need partnerships but it's it doesn't need to be the basis of what makes you happy and I feel like you know some people might have these relationships whether it's friendships or um, like boyfriends girlfriends whatever it is husbands wives but whatever kind of relationship it can also be this way to escape and when you're stuck in a position where you have no choice but to spend time with yourself, you grow a lot. You learn a lot. You it's just it's such a powerful thing. And right now, I mean, I think as a collective, we are all growing and evolving, even if we don't feel like we're doing the work, you are because you are kind of forced to do it. Like in this pandemic that we're all in, self-isolating, there's work that's being done. And 
it's kind of a really powerful thing. So you're not alone. I know this year has been so turbulent. And I had this dream last night that, well, so much has been going on. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into all of the details because that will be, that's like a whole nother podcast in itself. But honestly, just I had this dream last night and I can't really remember. Like, you know, when you wake up and you kind of remember an essence of your dream, but you don't really remember everything in detail. And I'm really good normally at writing down my dreams. Like sometimes if I wake up at 1 a.m., I'll quickly write it down because your dreams tell you so much. And so I had a dream and the essence around it was on nothing is is what it seems. And it it's kind of like hit me hard because it's like, yeah, you know, you look on social media and you get this highlight reel. Nothing seeing someone else's life in a certain viewpoint when it comes to especially social media it's like nothing is ever what it seems and that goes to everything else too like you know when you're meeting people and you're in quarantine it's like are they who they say they are or you know or then are you making up stories in your head because nothing is ever what it seems and you just don't know right and does it even matter But I've also had this realization lately, you guys, that, well, it's been a realization that's kind of been (laughs) in the works for quite some time, but I just don't know if I want to live in the States. I don't know if North America is a place that I want to be, that I want to raise kids. Like, I want to have a family where I can raise my kids in nature, like how I grew up, and maybe I can find that tucked away somewhere. But I really, there's just so much more when you get to travel and you get to experience other places and it, it there's just so eye-opening and I, I didn't think that I would ever like say this because LA has been such a big part of my life and when I first moved there, that like I knew since I was 11 years old that LA, I was going to live there, no doubt about it. And I had planned it out. I really manifested it. And when I first moved there, I was so happy. And every day I would look outside and just feel so much gratitude. And now I think I'm in the season of my life where LA isn't as exciting as it once was when I was 24 years old. Now this year I'm going to be 31 and I'm really enjoying the peacefulness of just being more in nature. And... Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like there's just so much uncertainty and I've been floating around in uncertainty. And you know what? It's really had me take a step back and let go of taking life so seriously because I feel like so often I, and you might do this too, I get so wrapped up in like, oh my God, what's going to happen? I need to figure this out. And just taking life way too seriously when really it's not as serious as as you think. Just take a step back, let it go, let life happen, you know, because you are on this amazing ride. You are here. You're here for a reason and things will just unfold naturally how they are supposed to. And that is something that I've had to work too in the last like month because it's been there's been so much uncertainty with everything 
even in my mind, you know, like trying to work stuff out when there's no, when I can't see what's ahead. It's like this constant going back and forth. So I don't know if you're feeling this right now too, just with being stuck at home and, you know, maybe your life has changed significantly and you don't know where it's headed. But if you can just take a step back and make that decision not to take life so damn seriously, I swear it's going to help you. And the other weird thing is I love Costa Rica. That part's not weird. And I love it because it's, there's just so many, like, what could you not love about it? It, It's nature, beaches, warmth, warmth, beauty, just, there's just so much amazingness about it. But I've realized, because now I've been here for quite some time and this is really weird. And I, it's brought up a f- some insecurities for me from my past. And that this is kind of like the topic that we're going to dive into today and like talk about. But I've realized that, I, you know, I've never dealt with, um, I've never dealt with racism before. And it's weird being in a foreign country because, you realize that there's this, it's almost like a divide between the people here and then you. And I, you might have felt this before, just I don't know if you've moved somewhere new or to a different country or, you know, in different ways. But I've realized that a white person in a place like where I am, you know, a lot of the time, people don't really like gringos. They look at you like you have money and they like the money, but they don't really care for you as a person. They don't care to get to know you. And I, it was, it's something that I've never, not only have I not experienced it, but I've never really even fathomed thinking about it before because in my mind, and I've always felt this way, is like, no matter who we are, we're all one. We're all the same. I'm not above you. You're not above me. Like we're all human at the end of the day. There and it's so I've I've never felt like I was ever above someone else or, you know, I've felt that feeling of being below other people, but I can always see through the bullshit cuz I'm like, "Oh, if you're going to put yourself on a pedestal, that just shows how insecure you are in your own life." So I've never taken it to heart, but it's a whole new thing when you're when you're in a foreign country and you know it's I I don't have millions of dollars right now <laughs> and I don't and and it's just a weird thing cuz I feel like people see me but they don't really see me like they look at me for what I have instead of who I truly am as a person and it brings back memories and insecurities from childhood for me because growing up when I I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when I was 9, I'm now going to be 31 this year, and I tried so hard to hide the fact that I was diabetic because nobody in my school had diabetes. It was not something, like you would say the word diabetic and people just wouldn't get it. They'd look at you like, you like, are you sick? Like, am I going to catch it? You know, it was just not something that was ever talked about. People didn't learn about it. They didn't know about it. And I didn't want people to look at me for 
what I had. I didn't want people to look at me for my disease. I wanted them to look at me and see me for who I truly was. And I tried really hard to fit in and be accepted and loved by society. And so it's just brought up some things and I'm like, wow, maybe I haven't like fully worked through these things before because it is kind of affecting me. And I do think that those things that trigger you a little bit, it's only because it's something that you need to look at and work through yourself. Like it's a mirror for you. So that's what I've been experiencing and just it's caused some disappointment for me too because of just making friends and thinking that the friendship is different than it is but really it's you know I feel like maybe I'm just not fully respected and these are all my own feelings and again nothing is ever what it seems so I could just be totally pulling all of this shit out out of my ass because of how I'm feeling but to those other people it's like maybe they're not even looking at me like this as some gringo who has more than she really does I don't know but it's been something that I it actually came up yesterday and it's been something that I'm just kind of like looking at right now and so it it spirals into this topic of who are you really who are you and it's a weird topic and that's what we're going to dive into today but before we dive in let's just take this quick second to subscribe to this podcast. If you have not already done so, please take the next couple seconds to subscribe, rate and review this podcast because when you do take a second to do that, it will help to expand the reach of this podcast and make it possible for other people to come across this content and benefit from hearing this show as well. And also, we do have some fun episodes coming up, so when you're subscribed, it'll just make sure that you don't miss out on upcoming weekly episodes and bonus content. And if you are stuck at home right now, if you're wanting to come out of this thing on top with your fitness goals, then I have a special price for my Shredded Body for Type 1s, which is based off of my signature course, Fat Loss for Type 1s. It's $65 now during um, self-isolation, so you can get a super good deal on it. If it sounds like something that would interest you, then go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash join. And the whole entire program is based off of counting your macros and your calories. So that's something that you have to be willing to do. But Inside the the course, I share all of the steps that helped me lose over 20 pounds and do it in a sustainable way that supports my blood sugar. So it it takes time. Honestly, you have to be consistent. You have to uh, apply all of the steps because it's not one of those get fit quick. Like you can definitely lose a ton of weight in, in a month, but it's not going to be sustainable. And if you've ever done that before, chances are you gained it all back afterwards. So this program teaches you how not to do that. So you got to be patient, but I'm there with you answering your questions. So again, just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash join. And you can also just send me an email. There's a little button there on the page that you can shoot me an email if you have questions about it after you read it over but $65 you get lifetime access that price will not be that affordable forever but that is the price that it is right now so I'm super excited to offer this for you right now because I know that if you're anything like me you want to come out of this thing looking good 
Anyways, I'm excited about this episode today because I'm going to be reading and it's unedited, unscripted. Well, actually, yes, it is scripted. It's unedited from my book that I'm working on and I'm shooting to launch it. If not before, definitely by November 2020, we're going to have it all edited and ready to go. And I'm really excited about it. So I'm going to be sharing some pages from my book on this topic that we're diving into today on just who you are and, you know, what, what defines you. But then we're going to break it down. So I'm going to share, I'm going to read, and then we're going to break it down together. But to kick off this episode, I'm going to share one of my favorite quotes with you. It's from Rumi. Study me as much as you like, you will never know me, for I differ a hundred ways from what you see me to be. Put yourself behind my eyes and see me as I see myself, because I have chosen to dwell in a place you can't see. Me and Poncho, the cat, are just hanging and recording this for you today. He was sitting on my doorstep this morning and he got a little bit beat up. It was a full, was it a full moon last night or is it tonight? I don't know. But he was kind of beat up and he has like a little bit of blood on his ear. So he's just laying on the carpet next to me and we are recording this together. So I hope that you enjoy. Who am I? It sounds like such a weird question because the answer is so obvious, yet so foreign. If I asked you who you are, you'd probably say something like, well, my name is X and I was born X and my birthday is X and now I live here and this is what I do for work. But if you really think about it, do you honestly define yourself, your true essence of a human being that you are by the name that you are given? Or the job that you do, how old you are, whether or not you're a parent? Or when you think about it, do you suddenly feel like there's a missing piece? Like, On the surface level, you know who you are, but deep down to your core, you are so much more. If I may, you are so much more. The missing piece or that hole, that blanket that you put over so as not to feel like there's a true missing link, it's not by accident. But it doesn't mean that you're inadequate or that anything's wrong with you. You're not broken, and it's completely normal. The problem is that instead of tapping inward and feeling each rung of the missing link, you try to fill the missing void by doing more of everything that you're already doing on a surface level, because you hope that by doing more, being more, or having more, you'll suddenly feel whole again. It makes sense, but it's not going to work. What is going to work is tapping in and getting to know yourself a little bit better on a deeper level. For example, what do you enjoy doing? Or what makes you feel the most alive? Perhaps it's letting your body fall with the waves like a sea mermaid and laughing up heaps of salt water instead of staying in a five-star resort and sipping pina coladas by the pool or vice versa. You think that going deep is going to take a lot of time and effort or money, or maybe it's going to be super painful. 
because you think that because you're not a trained yogi or meditation expert, or because you don't even believe in spiritual stuff to begin with, that you don't have what it takes. But all it takes is finding the joy in the simple moments that you do and becoming more aware of these moments. So tell me, what do you want and what do you wish to do today? And more importantly, who do you want to be? Start here and then tell me who you are. Who am I? I could tell you that my name is Taja and that I'm named after the Taj Mahal and that I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease when I was nine years old, one that has no cure that I struggled with my weight for most of my life, and after struggling with eating disorders until my hair broke off and I felt mentally and emotionally broken on the inside, but on the outside, the glue held together pretty well, and that was the turning point that got me into fitness and completely transformed my body and my health and life, or that Ever since then, I started coaching people with type 1 diabetes how to achieve their fitness goals, and since then, I've helped countless of other people achieve the body of their dreams and feel confident in their skin and have more stable blood sugars as a result and feel amazing in their skin. Or I could tell you that I love almond milk lattes and rap music and that I love lifting heavy weights at the gym with the guys and I love peanut butter more than anything. (laughs) That's probably what you're expecting me to tell you, but that's not why you're here. You're here because you want to feel inspired and perhaps you want to feel something or perhaps you're searching for something and maybe you want to know that it's possible for you. That what's possible, Taja? you're probably thinking, well, that anything you dream of having is possible. I'm going to repeat that. That anything you dream of having is possible. So I'm not going to tell you all of the outwardly stuff that seems inspiring on the outside and will most likely inspire you for a moment until after a few weeks or months, you find yourself right back here where you started, questioning your ability and looking for inspiration between the cracks of everything that's happening right in front of you, knowing that you are made for more, but wondering why you're not where you want to be yet. No. I'm going to share with you the real deep stuff, the stuff that puts us in the same place because neither of us is above another, the stuff that makes you realize that we're one in the same. And if I can achieve something that perhaps you dream of having as well, then it definitely means that it's possible for you too. I'm not going to tell you about the woman who went from fluffy to fit and feels amazing in her skin. Instead, I'm going to tell you about the woman who transformed her body but still has days where she doesn't feel amazing in her skin and days when she wants to cry for no reason and then wonders what's wrong with herself. The girl who craves for time alone and then feels lonely because she has no friends. Or the girl who makes plans with friends and then wants nothing more than to just curl up with a good book and not leave her safe little apartment and then feels like she's a shitty friend because of it. I could tell you about the girl who really doesn't feel like working out, but she does it anyways. 
but instead I'm going to tell you about the girl who stays home instead and feels guilty even though her body is too tired and sore and she doesn't feel like being in public even to say hi to the front desk people at the gym. I could tell you about the girl who built her social media following based on her autoimmune disease and helping others get fit and healthy. But instead, I'm going to tell you about the girl who spent the last three days wanting nothing more than to not say anything, not one more word about her diabetes. Yet she feels guilty because she doesn't want to let anyone down. But she can't bear to show up and say one more word about fat loss. Otherwise, she's going to throw up. The girl who might look like she has it all together on the outside, but really she's navigating life just as you are. Even if our lives look a lot different, we all are different, we're growing and evolving and sometimes we outgrow our old self or our old relationships. And sometimes we outgrow everything that we once knew and we thought that we wanted, but now we don't. When you have everything that you wanted, but then realize that something's missing or that everything you thought you wanted is now actually everything that you don't want, you navigate feelings of guilt and then wonder what's wrong with you and why can't you just be happy with what you have? Because it is what you asked for after all, isn't it? Or perhaps you asked for it at one point in your life. That's part of growing and evolving, and it's painful, but it's part of life. And if you don't evolve and grow or outgrow things, then that would be a much bigger issue, wouldn't it? Can you imagine doing the exact same thing that you did in high school as you are doing right now in adulthood? Hello, (laughs) the only problem is that many of us are. You often settle for the comfortable because it seems like it's the less painful thing to do. But then you wonder why you're not happy. Because you end up settling for long-term pain until you die, rather than short-term pain until you grow into the next beautiful thing that's right for you along your own human experience. This is your journey and your life, so why are you living it for anyone else but you? I'm here to tell you that you are not alone, and that nothing is wrong with you, and that you deserve to have everything that you truly want in this lifetime. And if we are one in the same, then I hope that you'll let me lead you down that path. In fact, your journey starts here, today with me. We can grow together and we can outgrow things together. As long as you know that you're not alone and that your dreams await and that there are endless possibilities for you. You don't have to be ready and you don't have to know the how. Your burning desire to step into your purpose just has to be stronger than your need to remain the same and stay in the comfortable and the things that you've always done. You just have to be curious and open to seeing things through a different lens. So tell me this, is your need for change greater than your need to remain the same? 
You might think that losing weight or getting fit and healthy is what you really want in order to feel happy and wholesome. And it might be a start, but what you might realize is that what you really want is that feeling that you think you'll get once you become that person or that version of yourself that you believe will make you happy. That better looking and better feeling version of yourself. But even when you have six-pack abs, it's not going to change the fact that you have no money in your bank account or that you still feel like a loser because you can't afford groceries and you still don't know how you're going to pay your bills next month. It's not going to change your relationships or make you feel less lonely. Sure, it might be a start in the right direction because your body is the foundation to building up all other things in your life, but you're so much more. You're more than your diabetes, than your job, than your role as a mother, father, parent, sister, brother, husband, wife, friend. You're so much more than meets the eye. And you're evolving every single day. It can sometimes be a lonely road and a confusing journey at times. And sometimes it'll be too uncomfortable to face. And other days, you'll want nothing more than to sit with the new blossoming version of yourself and get to know him or her a little bit better. We're navigating and learning together and it's our togetherness that gets us through the not enoughness. We've been taught our whole lives from the day we set foot in school to plan for a career and a family and to hold the big picture view of our lives in bird's eye view. But we're not taught about all the stuff in between, the moments when you suddenly decide otherwise and the moments that you change your mind and the times that you set forth and then realize that what you had planned all those years back looks or feels nothing like what you had imagined when you were just 14 years old. So you end up feeling like you failed or like you're not good enough or that something's wrong with you. And this can make you feel like an outsider or a crazy person because in today's society, it's not often that you're told that it's okay not to know. And you definitely weren't taught to follow your soul footprints. So instead, you look for outwardly views to dictate your future life because that's all you've ever known. And by doing so, you then end up bypassing the very thing that holds the answers to your soul. And it's right inside of you. And it has been in front of you all along. The more important question then shouldn't be, what do you want to do? It should be, How do you want to feel? Because it's through feeling that you'll find what you've always been looking for and it might look completely different than what you thought and what you had imagined it to be in the first place. Which then brings us to the state of being because it's not always about doing. It's about how you're being. It's not always about doing more or less It's how you're feeling when you're doing that translates into your state of being. 
You see, doing and being are two completely different things, and they will both get you to two completely different places unless you can merge the two, and what you're doing will then create the feelings that you want, which is how you'll be and who you'll be, and it will dictate your state of being that will snowball into all other areas in your life because who you be is the light force that transcends down and attracts all of the things that you wish to have right into the palm of your hand. Did I just confuse you? I feel as though I just suddenly started speaking a foreign language fluently and the words just flowed off of my tongue and surprised me, but I hope that you caught the gist of it all. I could tell you all of the things that I think I am based on the things that I do, but I'm not a coach. I'm not anything. I just am who I am and when I'm nothing, that makes me everything. Because when you strip away the definition that society has placed upon you, you're free to just be in the wholeness and oneness of who you really are. This might make you feel a sense of lightness, like a weight has suddenly been lifted from your body, but then when you really think about it, you feel afraid. That's because your ego mind wants you to be attached to something and to have a definition and to have importance. But your ego is not you. And if you are nothing, then you are everything, just as I am. I wanted to share this today because I feel like it kind of translates into this period, the season that we're all going through. And we have so much time sitting with ourselves and getting to know ourselves and loving ourselves a little bit more every single day because we have no other choice. We're in self-isolation. It's like a self-retreat. You know what? Let's call self-isolation self-retreat instead. I like that term so much better. And it's a really great time to really think about who you are, who do you want to be, and strip away all of those labels and what you think might define you or what you've decided defines you and go past, like dive deeper, go past your job and your career. Like who are you to a very deep level? Who are you to your core? What are your values? What do you love what do you like what do you not love maybe that's a really great thing to great place to start if you're not even sure but really getting past those labels that you've placed on yourself or that society has placed on yourself and if you for a moment if you have an autoimmune disease like diabetes and it's been a label that's been placed upon you or you are letting it define you and you have resentment about that, step away because you are not your disease. It reminds me of this thing that I heard of like, depression and saying, you know, you are not a depressed person. There's depression inside of you, but you are not that thing. And then taking yourself out of that equation because you, you're not any of those things. You are just you and these things are placed upon you and nothing defines you. It's just how you see yourself. So I'll leave you with this. If you were to strip away all of the conditions that society has placed upon you from age zero until now, who are you? 
And just remember that nothing is what it seems. So don't compare yourself, even on social media, even anywhere. Don't compare yourself to the past even because you are not your past and all we have right now is this present moment that we're in and try not to take life so seriously. This is a ride and we're all here together and you are not alone. So just try to enjoy the ride as much as you can. I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Poncho is now curled up onto my side and we're just cuddling here, finishing off this recording. So talk to you same time next week. Bye for now.